Welcome to the UCM Interface Bible Study Podcast, isang Bible Study Podcast by Pinoy's for Pinoy's, hosted by UCM Interface, ang Young Adults Ministry ng Union Church of Manila. Taglish, conversational, expository, slash inductive study method. Hindi kami experts, most of us are young professionals, but we do our best to study context and let scripture speak for itself. Through our book studies and special topics, yung goal namin is to provide you with materials that help you live, work, speak, and serve as a follower of Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining us at kung trip nyo tong ginagawa namin whether it's YouTube or podcast please subscribe and share to your friends and family okay so yes I'm here again John Hopelenia and Rainier director ng Young Adult Ministry sa Union Church of Manila and this is Gooch commercial voice artist John pakibanggit nga ulit yung church mo okay. para malaman ulit um, na si I'm pastoring a church in Intramuros Manila it's called Joy Christian Fellowship it's a small but growing church of uh, young professionals students and and people from the community sa Intramuros. Okay. Uh, yes. So again, if you are in Manila sa Intramuros Check area, us out. Oh. Check them out. Oh, nasa Facebook kami, JCF Intramuros or Joy Christian Fellowship. And uh, you can check us out. Alright. Uh, last episode, we did the three most misused slash misinterpreted verses in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And now this is part two. So we have another three. Okay, isang set na naman ng uh, another set. misused. Oh, uh, we could probably do a whole podcast about just these things. Oh, kasi merong tendency to misuse almost every verse in the Bible. You can misuse it. You can misinterpret it. That's what we're hoping to challenge and to correct. Yeah. Pero Gucci, gustong gusto ko yung binibigay mong illustration kapag nag-workshop tayo ng Kape? inductive Bible study method. Hindi yun yung... <laughs> ah, okay, okay, okay. Yung sinasabi ni Rainier kasi, pag nakakita ka sa mga movies na merong nuclear device, Oh, usually oh. it's being handled with care. Pag pinatong yan, talaga. Well, pag sumabog kaya. Oh, 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 di ba? Oh, oh, if you casually just stroll with it. Eh, kung ibagsak mo kaya. Eh, ibagsak mo yan. Oh, sabog yan, di ba? It can change the landscape, physical landscape of a whole city. And then some. Yeah, yeah, and then some. Pero the Word of God is more powerful than a nuclear device. It can change not just the physical landscape but also the spiritual landscape of a whole city, of a whole country. Yung handling nila ng nuclear device, that's sort of what it is to do it in a holy way. Parang, you're handling the word handling of God it. with care. Oh, but pagdating sa word of God, we don't treat it the same way. Even with its potency, we don't. In a time of Facebook memes, you just throw it out there. Okay. Yeah, diba? Without any explanation. Oh. Yeah, and that is why we're doing something like this: the three most misused verses in the Bible. Yung how to do inductive Bible study. Yes. Um, because we want to be more discerning and also more intelligent readers uh-huh. and communicators of Scripture. Don't hate us. We just bring in the word. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So. Hopefully, this is going to serve you in your own study or your group study time. Kasi nga, if we continue doing wrong interpretations, it will lead to wrong applications, uh-huh. wrong understanding, wrong expectations, and then bad feelings. Right. <laughs> and we don't like those. Um, game. So, ano ang ating three verses today? We got John 14, 14. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Eh, di masarap. Gusto ko yan. Yun, di ba? Tapos, ang second natin is Luke 6.38. Give and it will come back to you. Pressed down, shaken together, running over. And then, yung last one is a very Romans controversial 13, verse. Romans 13, 1-7. Which is? Submit. Wala oh, sige, yan. Submit. Question, submit, submit to, uh, to governing authorities. Yep. Okay. Parang gusto ko lang makinig kay Ray. Medyo, ooh, spicy. Spicy to spicy. Okay, sige. Let's, let's do this. Yung structure natin, as with 
the last episode, it will be ano yung verse? How is it popularly understood and applied today? Let's study the context behind it. Let's study the background, careful exposition of it. And then last is after we've carefully studied the context and the meaning of it, paano siya mag-apply dun sa hmm. life natin today? Right. Okay, so let's go for John 14, 14. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. How is this... Uh, Did it just say that? Ganun talaga yung yeah, yeah, yeah. Number 14. Oh, if you ask me anything talaga. in my name, I will do it. Talaga yun? Ask anything in my name. If you ask me name. anything in my name. Oh, no. uh, maraming maraming mga verses na ganito yung structure niya eh. Pero this is the focus that we have. 14, 14. So, so, so commonly and very, very dangerously, I think, <laughs> uh, it is interpreted as God will give you anything you ask. God Claim will it. give you anything. Genie. Claim it in Jesus' name. Parang genie pala. Ikaw meron para naman ganitong verse sa Bible diba di tayo mayaman lahat baka hindi humihingi yung ibang tao diba oy sabihin mo lang in Jesus name okay na uh-huh. oh. I want a Ferrari diba? in Jesus name diba Jesus parang name. ano endorsement sa cheque lang yung pangalan uh, may oh. cheque ikaw yung magsusulat ng amount wow Tapos, blank check oh, wow. pipirmahan na lang ni Jesus oh, yeah. in Jesus name kasi uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> eh, alam nyo we joke about it and we can smile about it but very very dangerously this is being preached from pulpits mm-hmm. in churches mm-hmm. yeah. saying that okay ihingi mo lang yan in Jesus name bibigyan ka rin yan Oh. Lakihan mo lang yung faith mo. Ito, we love to hate on this because <laughs> lakihan mo lang yung faith mo, Brad. Kasi it gives you the easy excuse na para pag hindi nangyari, eh baka naman oh, kasi. Balik kasi yung faith. Oo, oh, oh. baka hindi pa nilakihan yung faith oh, mo. Kasi yung faith na yun, para lang yung force. Oh, it's the force. <laughs> oh, parang force that can bend the arms of God, manipulate heaven. Mm-hmm. You can yes. twist God's arm to get what you want. So very, very dangerous tong gamitin. It breaks my heart when this is used on the poverty line community. Oh, yes, sila lagi na bibiktima. Oh, bibiktima higala. Suportahan nyo yung ministry namin, so magbigay kayo sa ministry namin. Tapos pag if you ask anything in Jesus' name, ibibigyan nyo. Maniwala ka lang kapatid, ibibigyan ka niya. Mm. Eh, nabibiktima yung mga tao kasi ginagamit itong panloko ng ano. Right. So it's very feel good, encouraging, oh. but it's actually a misused direction. Correct, uh, correct. Could be used to... Exploit. Exploit. Oh, oh, yeah. Yung mga leaders sa mga kulto, yan ang oh, ginagawa. Yeah. Eh. Okay, so let's now study the context and the background so we can unearth or we can reveal kung ano talaga yung meaning. Meaning. So this is part of the upper room discussions. Mm-hmm. Uh, yung huling parte ng John, ma-realize nyo kung i-compare nyo siya dun sa other synoptic gospels. Gospels. Yeah. Sa, yeah. Ikaw naman anong synoptic? <laughs> <laughs> Grabe naman. Grabe naman ta, the heavy term. Oh, di yung mga magkakapareho, medyo magkakaparehong gospels like yung Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Luke. Okay. Ito yung time na sinabi nila na maghanap kayo ng room sa taas, kakain tayo, sabay-sabay, we'll have the Passover meal okay. there. Mostly, ang makikita natin dun sa Matthew, Mark, and Luke, ano yung action na nangyari? Medyo ma-action yun eh. Pero we, we never get to see yung intimate details ng kung ano yung mga pinag-usapan nila. But, when John came out with his gospel, now we see the conversations that happened in there. Mm. And so, Jesus gave basically yung, yung last message niya, last, last encouragements niya, last prayer niya for the apostles bago siya i-arrest and ultimately to be crucified. Mm. Eh, kung pinag-uusapan niya to sa mga listeners natin, this is what you commonly would picture the last supper. Kumbaga, yun yung, yung pinag-uusapan niya. And verse 14 needs to be taken in the whole context of again, ito na naman tayo dun sa sabihin natin na basahin niyo lang 
lang kahit galing sa 12. 12, 13, 14. That's three verses. Then you will get an idea kung ano na naman yung pinag-uusapan natin. Oh, sige, basahin natin. Oh, sige. 12, 13, 14. Go, Gooch. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And greater works than these will he do because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Teka lang, parang naiba agad Parang yung... biglang... <laughs> Ah, ba tingin ko so, sa 14? Pwede ba yung 14 na lang? <laughs> <laughs> parang medyo... Parang bumigat. See? See? That, that's what happens. You get a better picture of what Jesus was saying. And ito yung pinakamahirap na ma-misrepresent. Kasi si Kristo yung may sabi nito. Oh. Tapos you claim that Christ said this. And here, Jesus talks about yung the works. Ano yung mga gagawin ng mga believers, ng apostles, oh. and the believers after them kapag umalis na siya. Again, may hint dito na aalis si Jesus and sobrang comedy yung kung magtatawag dyan kayo. Comedy nung usapan nila dito nung parang, so Lord, saan ka pupunta? Hindi nga kayo makakapunta doon. Pero susunod kami. Oo, oh, susunod kayo. Eh Lord, hindi namin alam kung saan papunta. Parang, parang oh. medyo may ganun silang oh. si, physical si Philippian eh. Oh. So, yeah. Tapos si, si, si Jesus, parang hindi mo naiintindihan. Pero maiintindihan mo. <laughs> diba? uh. And Jesus alludes here to the Holy Spirit na kapag umalis siya, darating yung Holy Spirit and will empower the believers to do these greater works. Yeah, uh. And uh, that's uh. actually in the next few verses, oh. 15 to 7 but these greater works do not necessarily mean more amazing or more miraculous than what Jesus did but I think greater in scope the, geographically oh, lumawak yung, talaga lumawak talaga yung scope ng Christianity and yung faith kasi bibit-bitin ng mga apostles na to palabas ng they don't know it di nila alam bibit-bitin nila yung faith outside of ano uh-huh. yung gospel outside of Jerusalem into Judea Samaria and then to the ends of the earth kagaya na sinabi sa Acts nga diba so greater talaga in scope in that Jesus knew that the spirit was going to parang i-empower niya yung mga disciples to bring this to a global scale right uh-huh. and the phrase in verse 13 itong ipapoint out natin dito yung whatever you ask in my name kasi in verse 14 uh, ulitin na naman niya yung concepto uh-huh. na yun I think dito nagagaling yung when you pray and then you end in Jesus name in Jesus name oh dito yun dito yun yung tradition uh-huh. na yan eh tradition yan diba na in Jesus name, Amen. Mm. Which, I think, this is not a requirement for prayer. No. Okay? But it's also not a bad thing to do. I guess it reminds us of... Sana. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Sana, no? Kasi oh, when, when, sana, sana. Uh, Lord, pengi akong Ferrari in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh. Para maintindihan mo that you're uh. praying in Jesus' name. And uh. I think yung meaning ng whatever you ask in my name here, Jesus is saying that you're asking in the name of God. But so, in relation to... In relation to your own desires being in line uh-huh. with what yeah. Jesus wants. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, Versus you know, how it's being used na this is what I want Jesus give my desires so, to me so sinasabi mo na parang i-align mo sa kung ano yung sinasabi ni Jesus Christ uh-huh. lalo pa kung yung verse 12 ang sinasabi niya the works that I have been doing kayo you will do even greater things because mm-hmm. I'm going to the Father and I will do whatever you ask meron pa rin siyang connection dun sa mga dapat nagawin nila bilang correct, mga correct. followers correct. ni Christ hindi mawawala yun so I think part of why he was saying this is that he was encouraging his apostles who will be spread out to the nations will face all kinds of suffering challenges, challenges. Oh, as they go they need to consider what Jesus wants 
as they're doing these things. And when they pray for things concerning these greater works, uh, yeah. uh, Jesus will surely do it for them. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I mentioned in verse 12 that you will do greater things than, than these things. You will bring the gospel to the nations. Uh-oh. So I'll be there with you. Right. I, I will be, the requirement is to you think the way that I think. Your heart's desires are in line with my desires. Yeah. When that happens, whatever you pray for, I will do it. And in context, tungkol ito dun sa work of the gospel. Correct. Work correct. of the gospel. Okay. Sa mga kapatid natin na hikinig, when you use this, you have to know that Jesus was pertaining to the works pertaining to the gospel uh-huh. and the spread of the gospel. And if you pray along those lines for the fame and renown of Christ and the gospel, then Jesus Christ will surely help you. When it's the concern of the gospel, then Jesus Christ is very, very concerned, very, very interested in what happens. This is, uh, I think, a declaration of it's me who's going to make it happen. But because it's his business. Oh, that's, that's my business. When, when it's the work of the gospel. And so, so yes, nangyari na siya sa amin and it's an encouragement for me when I remember. If I were to put it in an analogy, ako kasi mahilig ako sa mga analogies. Sige, sige, um, sige. People would go to me because I'm a voice artist, mm. because I do like video stuff, children's books. But nobody goes to me to fix their accounting. Nobody goes to me for dancing lessons. Wag naman. I, would, I would like to do that. <laughs> Wag. I'm going to dance. <laughs> nobody goes to me to get their plumbing fixed. Because that's not the stuff that associates Gucci, oh. name ko, with the yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's a simple analogy. But I think if we go to Jesus, what is Jesus about? Across the Gospels, you'd see that Jesus is about doing His Father's business. Yeah, right? correct, correct. I mean, it's not necessarily wrong to, you know, Lord, please provide for me financially. Please provide for me for, you know, for stuff. Pero, is this in line with my desires or is this in line with the desires of Jesus? It's always a good reminder for oh, us. Oh, so when we say house in Jesus' name, car in Jesus' name, who is really... Oh, sino susunod dito? Sino susunod talaga dito? yung phrase na yun, in my name... Medyo seryoso nga yung implications no Correct, correct. Diba? Ano ibig sabihin nung hihingin mo to sa ngalan ni Kristo? Doon pa lang, nilimitahan mo na kung ano yung dapat mong hingin. Kasi dapat yung consistent lahat sa kung sino siya. Yes. Oh, and, and, and never the way that it's like a blank check right, for right. anything that I ask, Jesus mm-hmm. will give. Mm-hmm. Ah. And you see this on the TV shows. Minsan nakakasakit sa puso na marilig na parang. You just have to have faith in God and He will give you whatever, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Oh. I mean, Sino na ngayon ng may authority? Sino na ngayon ng sovereign? Parang ikaw na, hindi ang Diyos. Gagamitin mo lang na sangkalan si Kristo para makuha yung mga gusto mo. So now the proper application would really be to understand who is Jesus, to get to know who Jesus is. There is an invitation for you na i-align mo yung puso mo sa kung ano yung gusto ni Kristo. Yes. Uh, yun yung mas mahirap feeling ko. Yes. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yun yung mas yeah, mahirap okay. yung I will commit my life na sumunod kay Kristo whatever He wants. Wow. At kapag in-align mo na yung puso mo sa kagustuhan ng Diyos, eh, talagang yung spread ng gospel agad ang mauuna sa iyong mga priorities. Mm-hmm. Eh, but who wants that? <laughs> <laughs> who wants that? Tsaka, hindi, hindi yun uh, butterflies and bright days. Uh, you you diba? can put that on a meme. <laughs> Minsan, that's going to be detrimental. Yeah, most diba? people. Oh, my. Implied na yun dito sa passage. Eh, uh-huh. na, alam kong mahirapan kayo, so I'll be with you. Kumbaga, ako yung backup nyo. And when you read through Acts, what these apostles went through, you will understand why uh-huh. they needed Jesus uh-huh. yeah. and why right. it is Jesus' business to do this. Okay, so that was John 14, 14. And now we move on to our second verse, which is... Favorito. 
Hello. In Jesus' so, name. Ganda niyan. In Jesus' name na naman ito. I-combine mo pa sa 14-14 na. Combo. Mananalo na ba ako sa loto niya? <laughs> so so we, we got in trouble. We got in trouble for speaking out against this verse. Because there are some churches who use this commonly sa offertory. 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 I've heard verse, this uh, sa offertory. The usage in the offertory kasi is to encourage the people to give, to give more. To give. Oh, yeah. Kasi nga naman. Kasi nga ibabalik ng Diyos. Uh, press down. At, at hindi lang ibabalik ng Diyos. Alam mo yung, oh, yung action dito? Siksik na siksik ang pagbalik. Yung parang gusto, ibabalik ko sa ito kay wait lang, isisiksik ko pa kasi oh, dadagdagan ko pa. Ayun, uh, umaapaw na. Uh, ibabalik ko to sa'yo lahat. So, may kanta pa yan eh. Press down, shaken together. Oh, wow. <laughs> ah, mas bago naman yung alam ko. Oh, mas bago yung alam mo. Oh, ang luma uh, sa akin. Ron Kinoli. Wow, Ron, Ron Kinoli. Kinoli. Give and it will come back to you. Uh, Ay, oo nga pala. Diba? Press down, shaken together, man. Running. <laughs> diba? Running over. Uh, Medyo 90s yun. Yung sa akin pang Sunday school eh. Di ba ako Christiano? So, you want the people to give. Yeah. Now, I think, nagkakaroon ng masamang motibo dito. Kasi ginagamit mo siya para dumami yung offering nyo. Kasi you want the people to give. At saka, yung motivation ng tao sa pagbigay ay, hindi ay dahil worship. marami ka rin makukuha oh, pabalik. Oh. And not to honor Christ in any way or not to just worship the Lord. Medyo yun. Pero ibalik mo sa akin, Lord. Oo. Oh, ah. Marami. Uh, mas marami. Mas marami. Uh, may ROI ako. So basically, oh. si Jesus yung nagiging financial manager. Na, oh, correct. Okay. Oh, okay. Mag-invest ka dito sa business ko. Invest ka dito, babalik sa'yo. Babalik sa'yo. Papalakihin ko okay. pa yan. It's just networking in a holy context. Okay, okay. so let's go to the context. Ito yung mahirap pag nag-aaral ka ng Bible and, and kailangan mong bumalik sa context. Uh-huh. Matras ka lang ng isang verse, alam mo na yung context. Oh, Tignan oh, mo lang. One verse lang. Oh, just one verse lang. Oh, ano na eh, malinaw na. Okay. Okay. Na okay. Okay. So, so, one verse na lang eh. Actually, oh, sige. Makita so, yung 38. Pero kung yung Bible ninyo, merong heading, naku, makikita nyo lang atin okay, sa heading. Yung sa akin, judging others. <laughs> so, where is this about finances? Where is this about tithes and offerings? Um, parang wala. wala. Parang wala. <laughs> diba? So, kung babalik ako ng 37, nasabihin nun, judge not and you will not be judged. Condemn not and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Hello, merong semicolon dyan kasi alam mong kadugtong kagad yung 38. So, ibig sabihin, yung 38, kailangan kong basahin yung 37 agad. Okay. Uh-huh. Yung sa akin, period eh. Pero oh. kahit pa anong punctuation oh. ang ginamit dyan, kadikit pa rin kadikit siya. Kadikit pa rin. Oo, oh, diba? So, ibig sabihin, if you want to take it in that context, it says, do not judge and you will not be judged. Condemn not. not. Kasi kung paano ka mang judge, ganun ka rin i-judge. Oh, it's actually very related to the mm-hmm. Verse that we discussed Uh-oh. last episode. The last episode, yung yes. Matthew seven one and two. Because uh-huh. right after that, he goes for the uh, analogy of log in your own eye, oh. the speck in your brother's eye, and the log in your own eye. Oh, right. so clearly the verse is saying, be very very gentle and gracious in the way that you judge, which we already discussed last yeah. episode. That yes, you can, you can judge, but evaluating your own oh. uh, faults first. But in this one, it says that actually, medyo nakakatakot eh. Eh, parang, oh. sige, magjudge ka. 
Si babalik ko sa iyo. Babalik ko sa iyo. Wait, hindi lang 'yan. Tatagtagan ko. Hintay mo lang. Hintay mo lang. Sisiksikin ko pa. Umaapaw na yung judgment para sa iyo. Di ba? And we got in trouble because we spoke out against the incorrect usage of this. And ang balik lang sa amin kasi palagi is, ito na yung naturo sa amin. Oh. Ito na yung, kumbaga, kinalakihan na namin to. It's been a tradition na binabasa tong verse na to in the offertory. And so we got called out for saying it's wrong. Ibig sabihin sa kanila, mas mahalaga yung tradition kaysa sa katotohanan. Yun nga yung sinasabi namin. Eh. Pero tingnan nyo po, tingnan nyo lang po yung 37. Uh-huh. Eh, ito na yung kinalakihan namin. Eh. Ba't nyo pa babaguhin? Yun ang matindi. Uh, Tsaka minsan sinasabi na, eh, kita mo naman kaya nga tumatas yun yung kasunod na parang paano pa namin masasabi na hindi nag-work eh tingnan nyo yung yung Give laki ng building in, namin oh. yung kapal ng bank account namin parang mm-hmm. so ako parang ang hirap ang hirap talaga kasi yeah. hindi mo sila ini-encourage to give to, grace to give with worship in mind it's You're a transactional oh. nagiging transactional siya so ang iniisip tuloy ng mga tao pag nag-offering siya pag nagtanim ako ng isang daan dito ano ba yung siksikliglig umaapaw ah, ng, ng isang daan oh. isang libo yan baka isang libo yan oh. Oh. magandang interest rate yung kay Jesus Oh, the economics of Jesus. <laughs> But this is about judging others. I think in application, it's not at all bad to encourage people to give. Actually, we would encourage people to give more. Oh, 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 diba? oh. But maybe this is not the verse. Hindi ito yung verse. This is not the verse you go to. Oh. Oh. Sige, oh, oh. gusto mo? Pinapakita ni Jesus Christ kung paano nagbigay yung mahirap na mahirap na babae. Mas maganda pa yun. Oo, oh, mahirap na mahirap na babae. Kakainin na lang niya. Pambili na lang ng pagkain ng pamilya niya. Ibibigay pa niya. This is how you give sacrificially that at oh, the times it will really hurt. Oh, oh, it will oh, really, oh. you will have to go without something, some yeah. comfort just to be able to provide for either a person in need or yeah. a brother or a sister in need mm. or the church. That's how you give. Kung gusto mo, doon ka pumunta sa verse na yon. Huwag dito, kapatid. Yeah. yeah, so maybe, inga, when for our listeners, maybe if this has been uh, something that's been used, I mean, you could, sabi nga ni John, yung kwento na, you could still keep on using it, sure. Pero uh-huh. we've just put the verse before. And if you actually just look at the, the header, it's, it's really uh-huh. not about giving. Although ito nga namang mga <laughs> subheadings na yan, wala naman talaga sa original. Of course. Sa original. <laughs> sa original. Pero nakakatulong na rin naman. Nakakatulong oh, naman. Oh, naman. Nilagay yes. na lang yan ng mga nag-translate. Oh, well, pinag-aralan uh, din, pinag-aralan din, naman. din oh, naman. Sa akin, kung i-apply ko to itong Luke 6.38, dapat pala maging ang tamang posture ko kapag meron akong inokorek na tao, hmm. dapat charitable ako. And dapat napaka-gracious or... ko. Yeah. Generous ako dun sa taong kinokorek ko. Hmm. Kaya medyo yun yung, yun yung tama. <laughs> kasi, kasi, kung, kasi kung hindi ka naging gracious, oh. Oh, press baba, down. Babalik sa'yo yan. Self-righteous ka kasi oh, naging self-righteous. Oh, diba? ka. Press down, shaking together, running over, balik sa'yo. Masakit. Yun oh. nga, ang, ang hope ko lang talaga dito uh, para sa mga nakikinig sa atin is, una, huwag nyo nang gamitin ito sa offertory kasi you're, you're just creating wrong expectations sa, right. sa, sa congregation mm-hmm. ninyo. Pangalawa, aralin natin ng tama yung konteksto ng, ng, ng verse. Okay, so if you think that was spicy, We'll check out the next verse. <laughs> It was a very spicy episode oh, where, where we will just listen to Rachel. <laughs> Now, this one is very, very popular. Romans 13. 1 to 7. 1 to 7. Most of the time, the one that's quoted is verse 1. Okay, so verse 13, 1. Let me read. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And those that exist have been
been instituted by God. Mm. Tanong ko muna kayo kasi madalas tong ginagamit mm. ng mga mga kapatid natin. At ano yung madalas silang sinasabi tungkol dito sa verse na to? Lalo yung verse 1. Mostly it's basta if it's government, blind submission. Define that. Yung whatever the government wants, sunod ka lang. Sunod ka lang because they are appointed by God. Sa akin mostly kasi maingay ako sa social media noon. Okay. Which ngayon hindi na. Salamat sa grasya ng Panginoon. Natuto ka na. Natuto na ako. Para ka ding minsan inuuntog mo yung ulo mo sa pader eh. Um, bawal daw magsalita against the government. Ah. Kailangan maging submissive ako sa government. Kasi yun yung sinasabi ng Bible. And then they quote this verse. Kasi sinasabi daw dito sa verse na to na ang submission sa kahit ano pang gobyerno yan. Absolute. Yun, yun, yun nga yung, yun yung madalas nila. na interpretation. Okay, so that's how it is used Uh-oh. commonly. And it's used sa mga Christians. Yung mga Uh-oh. may alam ng Bible. Sinasabihin, Christiano ka pa naman. Uh-oh. Sabi ng Bible. Submit. Submit. But hindi ka nag-submit. But hindi ka nag-submit. So now, we move on to what does it actually mean? Uh-oh. And let's, context. let's check the context. Okay. Siyempre, magsisipag na naman tayo. Kailangan na naman nating magbasa-basa ng a few verses bago makarating dyan sa correct, chapter correct. 13. Okay. Kaya lang, kailan dito mas masipag ka pa. Mas maganda kung basahin mo yung entire chapter 12. Pero dahil wala na tayong oras, basahin lahat yan. Bigyan ko na lang kayo ng kumbaga yung tema na dinidevelop dito ni Apostle Paul. Meron siya kasing dinescribe na four basic Christian relationships. Chapter 12, verses 1 to 2. Ito yung relationship natin sa Diyos. Okay? Kaya nga sabi doon, di ba? Offer your bodies. As a living sacrifice. Chapter 12 ulit, verses 3 to 8. Ito na yung tungkol sa body of Christ, kung paano mapaglilingkuran. The body of Christ. Actually. Body of Christ. Our ah, church. Ah, sa atin. Ah, sige, sige, sige. Okay. Ourselves. Tapos, verses 9 to 16. Sabi nga dito sa subheading ng aking Bible, love in action. Ito na yung kung paano ka rin makarelate sa ibang tao, lalo na yung hindi mo kasundo, yung nagpa-persecute sa'yo, okay. yung yeah. mga ganun. Tapos, itutuloy mo pa yan, yung relationship na yan sa ating mga kaaway talaga. Kaya yeah. sabi dito, verse 17, do not repay anyone evil for evil. Nakikita nyo, ganito ang isang Kristiyano, ang kanyang ideal behavior, relationship mm-hmm. sa iba. Kaya ngayon, pag tinuloy-tuloy mo pa yan, ito pa yung isang tema na dinevelop niya yung relationship ng isang Kristiyano sa pamahalaan o sa okay. state. Dito, lilinawin natin Paano nga ba ang iyong relationship sa state? Ito ba ay absolute submission talaga? Kasi sabi dyan eh, mag-submit daw. Ang delikado dito, kapag ungodly yung isang regime, patay ka, magsasubmit ka na lang ba talaga? Yun naman talaga basically yung problema, di ba? Kasi Uh-oh. kung maayos yung yung regime, I have no yeah, problems yeah, yeah. applying mm-hmm. this. Right. Magkakaproblema ako kung may problema ako dun sa sa morals, sa ways, nung gobyerno yes. na, na in place. Uh-oh. Okay. Kaya nga, dapat i-premise natin itong submission na command dito, dun sa commitments natin. Una, balikan mo yung chapter 12, 1 and 2. We are to live holy lives. Uh-oh. Tapos Uh-oh. yung sa verse 9, you cling to what is good and hate what is evil. Etc, etc. Mm-hmm. Eh halimbawa, itong holiness at saka yung hating evil. Can that justify blind submission to the state? Parang hindi. Hindi oh, eh. Tsaka, just remembering as well yung, like, we're on Daniel. Mm. In the narrative of Daniel, sila Daniel really went against the government. So how about sila, them? Na, <laughs> si Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Mm, si Daniel hey, mismo. That's, Daniel mismo. That, that's very, very public. Very public. Uh-huh. Sinaway nila yung governing authorities. Uh, Inagis pa nga sila oh, dun well, sa apoy at, eh. at the expense of their lives, basically. Uh-huh. Because they cannot compromise holiness. 
And their obedience to God. Ah. Their obedience to God. Hindi pwede. Kaya dapat, ito yung premise natin dun sa command na yan to submit to governing authorities. Kasi may higher commitment ka to God. Diba? Tapos, ito pa. So, ito yung nagde-define ng parameters ng submission to governing authorities. Tingnan nyo rin tong verse 4 eh. Should I read up to seven? Sige, sige. Sige, let me read up to seven. Therefore, whoever resists <laughs> the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. La. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Who would have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. For he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid. For he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger, who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, Respect to whom respect is owed. Honor to whom honor is owed. Ano bang pamagat na ginamit dun sa governing authorities? For he is God's servant. We servant daw. For your good. Ang ginamit na salita dito, diakonos hmm. or deacon. The same office na ginamit sa church. Hmm. Deacon, servant of God. Ano ibig sabihin? Ano implication no? Na ang gobyerno ay dapat servant of God. Well, makikita mo naman sa actions ng government. Hindi naman taguyan eh. Kung servant of God ang governing authorities, ang state o ang government, dapat ang pinaglilingkuran niya ay Diyos. Dapat ito consistent dun sa karakter ng Diyos. Yung kanyang holiness, yung kanyang righteousness, na ang tutuparin ng gobyerno ay dapat yung divine purposes ng Panginoon. Mm-hmm. And, and nakalagay sa verse 4, for your good. For your, and it's for your, for your good. good. Anong kahalagahan nun? This is one way that you can measure governing authorities if they are truly following God's decrees, mandate, nila. mandate nila as being put there by God. Mm-hmm. It's for the good of the citizens. Okay. Yeah. Pag hindi na nasusunod yun, sinusuway na niya yung mandate niya sa Diyos. Oh, Tungkulin mo pa rin bang mag-submit completely? Eh tulad nga nung binanggit natin si na Daniel, hindi eh. Oh, yeah. eh, and even sa Exodus. Si Shepra and Puwa, Hebrew midwives, sinuway nila si Pharaoh. So that would be Exodus 1, around 15 oh. to 21. Eh maski nga si Moses eh. Oh. Sinuway niya yung Pharaoh but hindi na lang siya nag-submit kay eh, Pharaoh. Si Rahab spied against the government of Jericho oh. and makikita mo talaga yung premium kasi on obeying and following what God has mandated. Si Daniel, in the first part, pagkain nga lang yun eh. This is what the king government issue na nga yung pagkain oh, niya oh, 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 masarap pa nga yun eh sigurado Mer- grabe eh offered to God isa sa mga pinakaastig siguro na scenes na nakita ko sa Bible ay yung si Shadrach si Meshach at si Abednego this is not in line with what we believe so we're not gonna bow down to this thing right yeah. right, diba? right we're not right. gonna bow down even if you say so it's mandated uh-huh, it's uh-huh. the law are you not going to submit to this or else you get thrown into the fire okay if you throw us in the fire the Lord will save us probably but if he does not we're still oh, not gonna do it, it we were uh-huh. not we're not gonna bow down uh-huh. yeah. So, oh. so, kitang-kita mo doon na ang priority ng Krisyano, priority ng believer, is to follow God. Tama. Ito pa nga isang problema doon sa blind submission kasi minsan nagagamit ito na nagiging divine validation of ungodly governments. governments. Mm-hmm. Sabi pa nga nila eh, eh siniro na nga yung emperor noon eh. Eh, ang sama-sama nga noon eh. Eh, bakit sinabing submit pa din? Alam mo, mahalaga tong verse 4 na ginamit yung salitang diakonos. Ang dating niyan, sedition. It's a very seditious 
statement to say that Nero, who claims to be God, oh. is just the servant of God, of, God, mm-hmm. of Yahweh. And again, if I were to go back to Daniel, yung sinabi ni Daniel kay Nebuchadnezzar, the God who gave you your throne. Yeah. Oh, Parang kaya ka nandyan is dahil kay Yahweh. To say that, that's pretty oh, intense. Uh, tingnan mo yung mga pictures ng mga emperors noon, tsaka ah. mga, mga kings noon. Yeah. They're not going to take yeah. that kind of Utang statement. Utang ko to sa Diyos mo, sa Diyos na hindi mo. ko pa naniniwalaan. Kaya magandang tingnan na naman ang konteks. Pero ang ginawa natin ngayon, tiningnan pa natin yung mas malawak ah, na yeah. witness ng scripture. Correct, correct. Na ito yung mga examples sa scripture na this is not about blind obedience. In fact, ito nilino to ni Peter sa Book of Acts. You're talking about Acts 5, 27 to 29. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council. And the high priest questioned them, saying, We strictly charged you not to teach in this name. Jesus. Uh, but in this, they, in they, this they, okay. they would not say it. Say yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he who shall not be named. Yeah. Yet, here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. So the story Jan is uh, it was government mandated that they uh, cannot preach the gospel. If the Bible says that, if the Bible shows you pictures of these, I mean, I'm not saying that you go and disobey the government outright. I'm just saying uh, you cannot uh, use this verse against people who decry any government mm. who would do things outside of its mandate as God being servants. God's servants. Mm. Okay. Kanina, binigyan natin mga examples sa Bible. They refuse to submit to the governing authorities. Meron din tayong mga, you know, in more recent history, Mm-hmm. examples ng mga Christians na sinuway nila ang gobyerno dahil alam nila na hindi na sinusunod ng gobyerno ito yung kanilang mandate mula sa Diyos. Uh-huh. Ito madalas na nating binibigay na example maski dun sa uh, former episodes natin si William Wilberforce mm-hmm. na siya ang nanguna sa abolition ng slavery sa England. Mm-hmm. At kaya niya ginawa yun dahil kristyano siya. Alam niya ang bawat tao ay merong worth. They're all made in the image of God. At dahil dun nakaugat yung kanyang mga paniniwala talagang pinaglalaman because this is ungodly and what the government is doing is unrighteous. Mm. This is wickedness. At meron pa tayo isang example nga itong si Dietrich Bonhoeffer yung isang napakabatang pastor, theologian. Inopose niya si Hitler. Grab rin yung testimony itong taong to. Nilabanan niya si Hitler dahil si Hitler o sige, governing authority hindi yan dapat sundin. Dapat inoopose yan. At meron Meron pa sa Amerika noon, si Reverend Martin Luther King. Siya yung lumaban para magkaroon ng equal rights ang mga African-Americans. Yes. Yeah. Hindi natin pwedeng sabihin violate niya yung Romans 13. Siguro, sa mga nakikinig natin mga kapatid, I mean, hindi ko naman alam ko ano yung political spectrum nyo kung nasaan ba kayo. But just for the sake of discussion, let's not use this verse, yung 13.1, to gag or to put a cover on the mouths of Christians who may want to have legit questions of whatever government regime that's in place right, right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Hindi mo pwedeng sabihin na dahil kristyano ka, sumunod ka dito. Yeah. Uh, and I think that just tells you that at the very least, hindi ka nagbasa. Diba? So, tanong mo, what about Moses? What about Rahab? What about Daniel and his friends? What about Peter and his yeah. friends? What about those people? You need some context in using this. And when you say that Romans 13 is absolute submission to whatever the government oh, does. Mali talaga. Kasi what, to put it to the extreme, what if a certain government would say that it is illegal for you to worship Jesus? That's an extreme here in the Philippines. It's an extreme. Pero, pero uh, sa ibang, oh, ibang realidad na yan. Eh. Yeah, sa yeah, yeah. Bansa. So what yeah. would you do then? So, 
Ah, uh, okay, sunod na lang tayo. The Chinese underground church might have grounds to actually say, ah, so mali yung ginagawa namin. Oh, uh-huh. Yung Chinese underground church is going against the mandate of the communist government of China. Kasi nga, ganun yung environment nila. But they still worship God because mas importante sa kanila yung mandate sa kanila that we worship when we come together. Even in hiding, even in secret, we memorize the Bible. They memorize it so that hindi sila nahuhuli na mayroong Bible, nasa utak nila. Wow. So what Hanggang do you... John 3.16 na nga lang na memorize <laughs> So what, what do you say to those people? Yeah. It must be, para sa akin lang, mali yung interpretation mo na Romans 13.1. Saka dapat alalahanin din natin, alam mo, yung kapag ginamit yung word na submission, lalo sa New Testament context, it is always in the context of reciprocal or mutual obligation. Tulad yung husband and wife, they actually submit to one another. They forget the first verse uh, chapter 5, oh, verse 21. Oh. Yung church leaders and his flock. Merong reciprocal relationship yan. Mm. Kaya nga yung leaders ng isang bansa at yung citizens, meron yan. Yung concept ng submission, lagi yung nakabalot dyan na reciprocal or mutual obligation. Hindi lang one way yan. Mutual accountability. Eh. Correct, Hindi passive correct. yan. And also remembering that uh, above all, as uh, balik ako ng balik kay Daniel because that's the current series that we're on. It is God who puts up kings and brings them down. That is the government above all governments that we serve. Mm-hmm. So, At ang absolute submission, hindi sa tao. Yeah, it is to God. God. It, it, you may want to redirect your absolute submission to God Himself. Yeah. Right. So yeah, three most misinterpreted verses in the Bible. Spicy episode. Bumi Vehicle R- Express. Yeah, <laughs> we may have ruffled some feathers out there. <laughs> so yeah, if you're listening right now, hopefully we were able to help you with some verses. We'd love to know what you guys think. And if you have any other ideas on how we we can serve you guys in terms of kanong, anong mga topics. Email us at ucminterface at gmail.com and hopefully we'll see you on the other episodes that are coming up. Thank you and Thank see you, you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. See you. Right. God bless. See ya. Thanks for joining us in the UCM Interface Bible Study Podcast. If you want to know more about our ministry, email us at ucminterface at gmail.com. Join us in Union Church of Manila, Rada Corner Legaspi, Makati City.